You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Okay, we're back. It is week number six, I think. Uh, We... Just got now, Lauren. I don't know if you last week we did the barbecue, and I don't know if you were like me, but I jetted directly for the smell <laughs> of sweet, sweet pinion anywhere I could find it. Did you? Did you? <laughs> did you do that? I didn't go out um, for barbecue, but we Chavez fired up the smoker at home, and we made a few things. So I've I had barbecue a couple of meals. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So for those people in Hevener, Chavis is Lauren's husband. So just keep everyone yes. in the clue here. Then they, <laughs> so, yeah. He's people, my, my personal chef. Yeah. 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 Your personal <laughs> nutritionist and chef. <laughs> life chauffeur. So that's great. Well, we're gonna come back a little bit to um to marketing, but this is very specific. So this week, I, 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 don't, I didn't quite understand. You said we were going to talk about trolls. And I was like, trolls? Aren't those the little uh, doll things with the fuzzy hair? Is that what we're talking about this week is trolls? Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to be for Halloween. Oh. Like the leotard and a jeweled belly button. Oh, no, bring it. Bring it. Well, <laughs> the jeweled belly button uh, is year round, first of all. So let's just you know make sure that's. Totally. PMI. Yeah, Tony, <laughs> much information. So, no. So, I guess we're going to talk about those negative reviews, those things that sometimes you get uh, on the social medias that uh, are not uh, that favorable. Is that, is that true? Right. And not always just, you know, fake things from trolls, but real problems, um, you know, real cases of, you know, bad reviews or even just negative comments and how to resolve those. So, yeah, um, I think we've all maybe seen a, um, a few of these things maybe on pages that we manage or just, you know, when you're cruising around Facebook or Instagram, um, it seems during the pandemic, you know, people are online even more so than before. And social media is usually a number one avenue for customer service issues. So seen a lot of this lately and just wanted to offer some information and some ideas of how to handle because because it can be stressful for whoever is managing your social pages. So. Yeah, I love i love this topic i hate this situation um i i found a couple of stats that i think are pretty incredible honestly um one of the things i knew i mean i know that like when you get a negative review i mean it's like pile on i mean people pile on but i guess about if you get a negative review like it takes 40 40 positive customer experiences to basically offset that one negative which is crazy to me and then the other thing i found which was interesting is negative information is 63 percent more likely to be clicked on than positive information i mean that shows that to me that just shows the soul and the heart of people just cruising around social media like right cow, right so they're looking for basically they're looking for a nascar size train wreck on social media and then they want to jump in is that right? Right. Yeah. So that can be pretty damaging to your brand. Um, so let's, you want to just jump right in? Yeah. I'll talk about I, some ways to kind of manage this. What the heck do we do? I mean, I go to a barbecue <laughs> place, I find a big chunk of fleshy bone and I blow it up. So how would they handle that? What, what happens here? 
Okay. So first and foremost, you know, Tony said you get a bad review or uh, maybe you posted some content to your pages and there's a negative comment on there and then others are maybe piling on too, right? So here is a step-by-step guide of how to handle. So first, um, you know, hopefully you're paying attention to your channels, you're checking in, you don't, you know, just schedule content and let it go. So you see this problem or issue, um, basically document it. So I would screen cap the post. Um, people can go back and edit or remove things. So document it, um, keep it so that you have it to refer to in case anything changes. Next, um, try to do a little investigation on the person who's posting. Um, see what their, you know, online, you know, kind of life looks like. See what other things they're commenting about or posting about. Um, see if they're aggressive or if, you know, they are doing this frequently on your page or others or other accounts. Or see if it, it comes across a little bit more meek or even more genuine. Um, I think that's I think that's such an important part. I mean, we've been involved with people that basically do drive-by reviews or drive-by snarky comments just because they can. I mean, it's right. They could just be bored, or it literally could be a troll. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's what that is the good and bad part of social media is it offers so much anonymity. People can sit in basements and fire things off with their keyboard and have little to no recourse to it. So, right. but, it, but it's super damaging to your brand. Right, exactly. So from here on out, we're going to kind of just play the role that um, this is a legitimate, you know, piece of comment or negative feedback. So after you kind of do some investigation from where that, you know, comment came from, it's time to kind of step back and remove your personal opinion and your personal feelings or bias. You know, it's really easy to get kind of um, offended or upset, mad, because your brand kind of, it becomes a part of you. It's like your baby. So remove those thoughts and feelings. It's not about you personally. Um, So try to think, you know, openly, basically. Um, Next is basically investigate internally. So say it is a comment, you know, my fries weren't hot or an employee treated us poorly, or, you know, we had a bad experience. We'll investigate internally, find out exactly what happened that day or that time or earlier, whenever that was, talk to your team, um, investigate if you can, or if it's something they say, you know, I found this on your website. Is it true? Or, you know, whatever it is, but investigate on your side first so that you have the full story so that you can respond appropriately. That's super important. Um, then see if this can be basically if this interaction um, can be moved to a private more private forum so see if you can get more information from the commenter or reviewer ask them to send you a private message give you an email address um, or call you or ask them for their contact information so that way you're moving this back and forth kind of out of the public eye which can be even more damaging seeing this whole interaction kind of come through Um, and we'll talk about then later what to come back with on the public side but from there um, you can start drafting your response and figuring out how to how to handle the situation basically so um, if it's something you need to apologize about and through your research you realize you know hey it really is you know our fault or we did something wrong um, sincerely apologize. Um, don't just throw out some canned statement, you know, make it personal. Um, make sure you use, you're using clear language and don't make any false promises. So you can't say, you know, one thing online and then you're doing something different, you know, in your institution or your business. So basically you don't say, I'm sorry, you're offended by the puppy mills that we're creating. 
good luck to you. You don't, you right. don't say that. Right. I mean, there's something right. a little bit more deep, genuine in there. So, right. So if you can, um, after you've done your investigation, you're drafting this response, kind of explain the full situation. If you can to this person, um, you know, ex explain everything or explain your way of thinking or explain your process or, um, explain why you were, you know, out of a product or explain why the class was full, whatever that is, just be open and honest. And then if you have a resource or further information to kind of support your side, you know, drop a link in there, or here's our policy on this and then that sort of thing. So that it's, it's something to, that this person can refer to and then they might realize, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, if it's something a little bit more serious and you have a legal team, um, you know, I would definitely um, have you reach out to them if necessary or a HR department. If it, it just kind of depends on what the situation is and who it involves and, you know, who's, you know, providing this commentary. So make sure that someone else is reviewing your response to, if you don't need to consult legal or HR or something like that, just someone else that is in your business or on your communications team, have someone else review what you're responding back with, especially on that initial response. That's important. Um, and the, the question we usually get is like, how long do I have to reply to this? Because this, this can take a little time. Not everything can be answered in two Ab minutes. Absolutely. Right? You can't just fire something right back. Like, thanks or sorry, or get off my channel or whatever. Right. So. Exactly. And usually when you're responding to something that quickly, you're leaving in your personal thoughts and feelings in there. Yeah, so right. please try not to do that. Exit. Get out of that. <laughs> right. right. Five, four, three, two, one. Right. <laughs> So if you can't respond, you know, in five or 10 minutes, um, which you will take time to research and that's totally fine. Try to reply within an hour. Um, about nearly half of people online expect a response in an hour and about 30% expect to hear from you within half an hour. Mm. Um, you know, people are pretty impatient and if it is something that's brewing in their mind or a bad experience, it's only making them boil and get hotter and hotter as they sit and wait. So, you know, see if you can resolve the issue pretty quickly. So once you deliver that message, hopefully, you know, you could have a chat with them on the phone or email or private message um, get the situation resolved, work through it with this person. And then I mentioned kind of a little bit earlier, you know, then on the public side of the page, do go back and follow up by posting back on the public forum or place where the complaint was written or, you know, the negative comment and just kind of clear the air for those who may be reading and seeing so they don't pile on, but explain a little bit or even something simple as, you know, I'm so glad we got to talk to you. Um, thank you for your feedback. Let us know if you need anything else kind of message okay. so that everyone else knows that it's taken care of as well. So you basically you're creating a public positive out of a negative lack of better terms. Right. Or at least showing that um, this person did have feedback for us and we were responsive and took care of it, whether we were in the wrong or we weren't, you know, it really doesn't matter, but we're being responsive and transparent. Very good. That's cool. Okay. And then what? Well, let's talk about, um, you know, kind of some lessons learned or how to move forward. I think, um, you know, at the beginning, we were kind of talking about like, huh, it's, it's, it can be stressful, but also 
um, from the business's standpoint, you know, social media is a great uh, customer service tool, but it's also a great listening tool. So if you're getting kind of the same feedback or negative feedback or complaints or, you know, reviews, whatever, that aren't so great, it probably is time to kind of take a look inside. And that can give you some insight into, you might, you know, think the customer is experiencing one way or one thing, um, and they're, they're really not. So it can be really good to make improvements too. Yeah, sure, sure. So you basically take that, internalize it, and see if there's something real to it. Is that basically what you're saying? Right. So like basically just learn from your mistakes or, yeah. you know, maybe you need to do some um, training or maybe there's an opportunity to improve, you know, a service. Or if you're a restaurant, maybe you can improve your cheese fries, you know, whatever it is. So, um, or even just an audit of what's going on or your processes. So that's kind of one thing. Um, the other thing is if the situation is resolved like really well and you feel it is appropriate, you can ask that commenter or reviewer to please go back and revise or review their statement or their review. And, you know, I've seen people give a one-star review and then you explain something and then nicely ask them and they'll leave a five-star like, oh, it was just my fault. I didn't understand something. Yeah. So it's always worth an ask when appropriate. And if it doesn't work out, you just basically delete them or call Google and report them. Isn't that how that kind of works? <laughs> Don't we wish. No. So huh. that is the other side of social. So, you know, if something is true, there was a, a negative instance or a bad review and you know it's true, you can't just delete or remove that. I mean, that is honest feedback from a user or um, you know, someone who's experienced or had an interaction with your brand and that does stay out there. So that does kind of give you a, a guideline to improve and look forward and change. So that's good. So Millie Vanilli was right in the eighties. So girl, you know, it's true. Like, I mean, that's basically right. That's the moral of the story for the podcast. Yeah. This week, yeah. Right? Great. Good. Yeah. Um, you know, I think an adding to that is you just, you sometimes can't please everyone. So I think that's something to keep in mind too. Um, but what you can do is like we talked about is, you know, be transparent, um, be respectful, um, no matter how someone's kind of treating you or talking to you or your brand, you can still be respectful and responsible too. So probably the hardest kinda, part. That is probably is. the hardest part. I mean, I, your the advice this week is fantastic, but it really all it comes down to basically knowing your product, knowing your message and the way to communicate it. And if someone comes along and doesn't like it, it hurts all of us. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's your product or the shoes you're wearing or whatever. I mean, it's tough to not take things personally on social media and you just have to, right? You just have it to is. get away it, from that. <laughs> it can be really hard, but you know, and then after one of these interactions, it can be a little tough um, to kind of move forward. And I always suggest just looking at if you have any pre-scheduled messaging for like that day or week or however long a time period, depending on the situation, just make sure you review that. So it doesn't come across as tone deaf. If it is something that's kind of a larger issue and then just, just keep moving forward and generate positivity. So you can't just dwell on, you know, every nitpicking thing or every situation that comes on at some point you do have to look forward and, you know, kind of start digging again. So. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is great. I loved this time. You know, I was, I was coming into this thinking it was going to be about a little plastic doll with furry, furry, furry hair. And this has turned out to be something that I uh, truly enjoyed talking about, believe it or not. 
So. Yeah. I mean, there's, it is kind of stressful and deep and can be um, negative, but I do think that there is a lot to learn from when someone is kind of, you know, legitimately giving you a, a little heads up or a bad review or a negative comment. So, right. right. Well, um, <clears throat> speaking of negative comments, Lauren, uh, yeah, I, uh, I have a little bit of a surprise. Okay. Um, you know, you've, you've done a lot of heavy lifting. Of course, during the barbecue segment, I did a lot of heavy eating. <laughs> uh, so next week, we are going to have our first special guest join us uh, during the G-Factor podcast. How's I can't wait. I'm, yeah. exci- I'm super excited. It's kind of a secret. Uh, check out our social uh, this week uh, to kind of get some clues. Uh fantastic fantastic guest i'm already super excited i i cannot cannot wait so uh and now if if people don't like our guest for next week i know how to mitigate those negative comments on our social yeah right so So just give us all the negative comments and tony will take care of those it's a it's a win-win for this week (laughs) it's a win-win on the g fact yeah if you guys have any more questions or whatever let us know uh there's a lot more kind of to the social the science of this and handing negativity on social so let us know all right very but not in a negative way no no Uh, on a private forum please (laughs) private forum all right (laughs) well this is tony van this is lauren doherty and we're out for the g factor have a good week peace Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.